Welcome to RBC's Markets in Motion podcast, recorded July 18th, 2023. I'm Lori Calvacina, Head of U.S. Equity Strategy at RBC Capital Markets. Please listen to the end of this podcast for important disclaimers. Today in the podcast, three big things you need to know. First, late last week, we lifted our 2023 and 2024 S&P EPS forecast to 219 and 227, respectively. Second, the rebound in consumer sentiment that's underway explains a lot about the stock market this year. Both have been recovering off recession-like conditions since last year. And third, some of the things that jump out from our high-frequency indicators currently are that investor sentiment continues to creep towards overbought territory and low-quality factors have started to perk up within large cap. Both speak to the idea that the U.S. equity market is in the midst of one big recovery trade this year. If you'd like to hear more, here's another five minutes. While you're waiting, a quick reminder that you can subscribe to this podcast on Apple and Spotify. Now let's jump into the details. Starting with takeaway number one. Late last week, we lifted our 2023 and 2024 S&P EPS forecast to 219 and 227, respectively. This was mostly a housekeeping exercise in which changes to the model were driven by the inclusion of two Q23 actuals and shifts in macro assumptions for the variables in our model since our last update. Our revenue margin and buyback assumptions are a little bit stronger than our previous update, but our interest expense assumptions have worsened. We're now essentially in line with the bottom-up consensus forecast for 2023 of 219, but are still below it for 2024, where consensus is at 243. Moderating CPI is a big drag on revenues in our 2024 number. Looking beyond our model, it's worth noting that stock prices are already baking in a 2024 recovery in earnings growth, adding to our concern that the intermediate-term outlook for the stock market has gotten a little bit murkier. But our valuation model still points to some potential upside in the S&P between now and year-end, making us reluctant to take an outright cautious stance. At the moment, the combination of our earnings and valuation models point to potential upside in the S&P this year to the 4,700-4,800 range. In terms of positioning, we think 2Q23 reporting season presents a big test for stock market leadership. The growth part of the market has seen far better earnings revision trends than the value part of the market this year. This has helped justify stock price leadership by growth so far, but the gap between growth and value on the rate of upward revisions has hit historical peaks, suggesting that earnings revision momentum may be ready to shift back in value's favor. Where the relative strength in earnings trends lies during and coming out of 2Q reporting season is one of the key things we're watching in the weeks ahead. Moving on to takeaway number two, the rebound in consumer sentiment that's underway explains a lot about the stock market this year. Friday's much better than expected consumer sentiment reading from the University of Michigan survey prompted us to revisit the relationship between consumer sentiment and stock market performance over time. The two have been loosely aligned for both the S&P and Russell 2000 when we look at stock prices year over year. Interestingly, the correlation between stock market performance and consumer sentiment has tightened over the past few years, particularly for the Russell 2000. Recently, stocks and small cap in particular and consumer sentiment have been moving almost in lockstep. When we look at these charts, one thing in particular stands out which helped put the surprisingly strong move in stock prices in 2023 into perspective. Consumer sentiment reached levels consistent with the lows of some past recessions last year. We can add the fact that consumers felt as bad as they tend to feel in a recession in some respects to the list of things that make 2023's stock market make sense. The S&P was down 25% from peak at its October low in line with the median recession drawdown since the 1930s. Both consumer sentiment and stocks have appeared to be engaged in a recovery off recession-like conditions this year. Wrapping up with takeaway number three. 
Some of the things that jump out from our high-frequency indicators speak to the idea that the U.S. equity market is in the midst of one big recovery trade this year. We took a break from tracking our high-frequency indicators over the past few weeks due to the 4th of July holiday in the U.S., and frankly, to focus on some other projects. Two things jumped out in particular when we returned to these indicators late last week, and both speak to the theme of recovery that we believe has been driving U.S. equity markets all year. First, investor sentiment continues to creep towards overbought territory, but isn't there quite yet. Net bullishness for individual investors in the AAII survey is still hovering around 15% on a four-week average, below the 30% threshold that often foreshadows problems for stocks. This particular indicator was giving us a very strong buy signal to start the year. Net longs among asset managers for S&P 500 e-minis tell a similar story as the AAII data. A recovery off extremely oversold conditions is in place and appears to be late innings, but isn't in the ninth just yet. And the second indicator, low quality factors have started to perk up. Within the Russell 1000, a few of the quality factor baskets we tracked are starting to shift slightly in favor of low quality again. Given that low-quality factors tend to lead coming out of recessions, this adds to our conviction that stock market performance in 2023 is just feeling like one big recovery trade. That's all for now. Thanks for listening, and be sure to reach out to your RBC representative with any questions. This content is based on information available at the time it was recorded and is for informational purposes only. It is not an offer to buy or sell or a solicitation, and no recommendations are implied. It is outside the scope of this communication to consider whether it is suitable for you and your financial objectives. Music